you know, agency work is basically, it's also called client services. And so you got to service the client. And a lot of that is based on not relationship building and just like how the way they use it's like it's customer service, basically, but at a higher level. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit over 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focused on the visibility game, aka marketing, advertising, PR, and sales. I often say the name of the game is being found, and these tools will help you to do that. We have heard the philosophical question, if the tree falls in the forest and no one is around, does it make a sound? Well, if there's a really, really great product or service and no one knows about it, how great is it really? What impact does it ultimately make? This is where we will go into this month. Looking at visibility, branding, marketing, public relations, sales, being the lifeblood of businesses, building media companies, and so much more. This is probably one of the most exciting and probably the most excruciating topics, but we hope this month to demystify or maybe even vanquish the fear and help and arm you with the tools to be able to increase your visibility. So buckle up and sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Danavir Saria of Supply Drop Media. Danavir, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, man. It's great to, it's great to be on the show. Yes, excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about you so everybody can learn about all the awesome things that you're doing. And Danavir is a 12-year digital marketing veteran and entrepreneur. He started out as a 16-year-old writing emails for internet marketers. And today he runs an e-commerce email marketing agency that consistently drives revenue for six, seven, and eight-figure e-commerce brands. Danavir, super excited again to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's get started. Let's make it happen then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So the way I started, like you said, I started when I was 16 years old. Basically at the time, I was really into fitness and I just happened to be, when you go into fitness, you're a 16 year old kid, you start Googling stuff. Eventually you you start getting into like the fitness gurus. And it just so happened that one of those fitness gurus was a guy named Craig Ballantyne who these days he coaches other people to do like productivity and stuff. But back then he was just like, he was just a fitness guy making six figures online, selling workout programs, which is what I wanted to do. And, but he said, if you want to get started into this kind of stuff, you should go out and help someone for free. And this is where a little bit of a turn here. I happened to at that time because of Craig and other people, I followed other internet marketers. One of them was a guy named Gideon Shalwick. And Gideon, he had a case study. He taught about how to grow on YouTube. He had a case study on a dude, a street magician, who grew his YouTube channel following Gideon's advice. And so I literally cold emailed the street magician 
and I, because at the time I also like street magic. And I just told him, hey, can I help you for free? Whatever it is you need. And after a couple of months going back and forth between him and I, he eventually told me, hey, I'll pay you 200 bucks a month to write emails for me. They're really easy. And then I was like, yeah, I was 16 years old. I know all the way to make money. So let's do it. And, and that's, that's literally how I got started into internet marketing and digital marketing in general. Nice. I, I love hearing that story. And I think so much is said for going after your passions and things that you're interested in. I think especially with the way the internet and everything has been, people are making a sizable amount of revenue from being able just to follow their passions. So I love kind of hearing how you leaning into that and going to help people out took you to everything you're doing now. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's, it's lowest hanging fruit. And it just so happens that the people who I was following at the time were into like, also teaching business and stuff. So I guess I got lucky too. Yeah, absolutely. A little luck is definitely definitely needed in success. So definitely, of course, love to hear that. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear how you're working with your clients now. Could you take us through a little bit more on how that works and how you're serving the clients you work with? So I do email marketing for e-commerce brands, anywhere from startups all the way to eight figures. And the way it works basically is a lot of e-commerce brands, they are E-commerce is, is very, very driven by paid advertising, but a lot of the profit, like the actual money you get to keep is made through the email marketing side of things because there's no customer acquisition costs and stuff like that. And so a lot of e-commerce brands will hire e-commerce marketing agencies to make that profit. And so basically clients who are not doing so well with email marketing, or they might be doing okay, but they want to do better, they'll hire me. My, and my team and basically just send emails for them so they can make a, a bigger profit with the ideal goal of making, depending on the type of business, up to 30% of their online revenue from email marketing and SMS. Nice. That that makes so much sense because it, it automatically seems, it almost seems, I should say, the advertising, the things that they do is what kind of draws people in. But in order to keep it, I imagine, engaged, probably even upsell or do cross-sale and things like that, that happens a lot of times when if you're able to really execute well from an email marketing standpoint. Am I right by saying that? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think so many times, and I don't know if you have found this, but it's such an integral piece to be able to keep engaged and have your clients stay around. I think it, it becomes people get more obsessed with getting their name out there. But once you get the people in the door, even as virtual as we're talking about now, how do you keep them? And I think a lot of people sometimes miss that piece. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's a very, always a very interesting question. So one is the most important thing is results, right? You got to have, they pay you three, four, $5,000 a month, you got to make them 50, 60, $100,000 a month or whatever it is that you're making for them. So one is always results. That's what's probably one of the biggest difference between B2B and, and B2C is B2B. Like people are very like, not stingy, but they, they look at the numbers. And so right. that you cannot, you, you can't get past that. You got to get results. And then two, I would say is the process of how you get results and not so much like the literal, uh, send this email at this time or whatever. Like I'm talking about process as in going from, as in like the way you talk to your clients and how you turn conversations from clients and whatever on their business and brand or whatever, and turning that into results so that you don't, for example, you don't want to bother your clients too much with what you're trying to do. They're paying you so they, they don't have to do the work themselves. They want to feel like they're heard, like their concerns are all being answered and stuff like that. So it's really agency work is basically, it's also called, client services. And so you got to service the client. And a lot of that is based on not relationship building and just like how the way that you, it's like it's customer service, basically, but at a higher level, I suppose. 
Yeah. And I think so many times, and, I, and that's, I imagine part of the secret sauce and you being able to do that is so many times people forget about that um, aspect of servicing clients. So many times we fall in love with our product and service and the things that we do that we forget about the part of like why we're actually doing it. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, yeah, that no one really thinks about too much because it, people think it's just about results, but I found that client services and agency work is actually a very, it's a very emotional business, both for the clients and for yourself. Like it's very, that's why I guess a lot of agency owners uh, and people looking from the outside or from the inside, they're like, agency is very hard work, not necessarily because the actual marketing or whatever is hard, but because that is the, what's hard is, is servicing the client, having being calm, <laughs> even when, when things are going bad, which things will go bad. And as well as just like, uh, communication and, and like things that go beyond just the marketing aspect that you're doing. Yeah. And, and it just reminds me of, I don't know if you've heard of the book, The E-Myth, where a lot of times people are really great at something like we mentioned, we've been talking about obviously about marketing, but we sometimes forget about those other, I don't know if I, I want to call them soft skills, but they're probably just as important, not as important as you being able to execute is being able to connect and speak with the clients that you're working with. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's yeah, like I said earlier, it's, it's client services. You can't, you have, you got the service part, but just the client part too. And so it makes it so emotional. And if you could, if you can do both things, then the agency business is actually pretty, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty stable. Like economically, the cash flow is great there. It's very product market fit, easy to find and stuff like that. So, but uh, you do have to learn the soft skills. Absolutely. And usually a lot of people have one or the other. You're either really great at speaking with people, engaging, maybe even closing sales, but you may not be able to execute or on some. And there's people that are able to execute well, but a lot of times the stressors, the things that pop up and all those things, they're not able to navigate that as well. So you want to be able to marry the, the two of those. So it's awesome that you've been able to do that. Yeah, okay. I've been, been fortunate enough that the clients I've gotten have been, they've been good clients. So I have not, I don't have much to complain about. That makes sense. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I wouldn't say there's that like a, an app or a book or something like that. I'll say more of a habit. And that is, is it actually is, well, actually, I don't know what book this is from, but, but basically the idea is whatever is most important to you, for the business or whatever, do it in, in the very first thing of the day. And ideally that it's so important that like you only did that one thing, it would be like, even if you did nothing else, that'd be really worth it for you in terms of just like activity wise. So that's basically been by far the biggest thing, just doing the most important thing first thing in the day, whether that's something like lead generation, whether that's even, or just like myself, it, it could just be like working out. Maybe you, you need to work out so you could feel good. So you could do whatever work you need to do for the rest of the day. So whether it's personal or business and whatever it is, do it first thing in the day. And then you, like you go from basically most important to least important as you go on throughout the day. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you for what I call now a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger self. The most obvious one is what I would tell myself. And the problem that I had when I was younger was because I got started in the internet marketing space, a lot of that space, especially in the, like I was really into like the info products, specifically info products, 
And the whole info product space is about get paid to teach people what you know about your passion and stuff like that. You're passionate about things. Someone else will teach you for, will pay you for your advice or whatever. And with that, it basically brainwashed me. It's all about passion, right? But as I've gotten more experience into business, it's a lot, I've always, uh, I've come to realize that it's a lot more about skill and just what are you good at? Because, and then once you do that, if something's working, you want to stay at it regardless of whatever happens because success is actually really hard in business. Even if it's just like making full-time money, it is hard, not impossible, but it is hard. And, but a lot of that it's, comes down to can you do the thing that gets that provides value if i'm if i was a horrible email marketer i would not have been able to do an agency an email marketing agency right but there's a reason why i have an email marketing agency rather than a paid media agency i have no idea how to do facebook ads so but i do know marketing and so if i were to like go back and tell my younger self what to do differently it would just come down to look at what your strengths are and then build off off of that. And it turns out that my strength in particular, because I started out as an email marketer, uh, copywriter was writing. So I always found that my best um, results came from whether it's a writing an email, writing a blog post, writing a Facebook post, whatever it is, if it was related to writing, I do well. And so that's what I would tell myself because I was very against that. I wanted to try all these different things, but yeah, I, I would go back and tell myself, Hey, focus on what you're good at. Absolutely. Love that. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Dan Avera, what does being a CEO mean to you? So ultimately being a CEO is, is just kind of like putting groups of people to head in, a, in the same direction, whatever direction that is for you, whatever goal that is for you. But ultimately when you're doing that, you are, what you're mostly doing is, is handling or talking or trying to uh, direct people. And so ultimately, I think what being a CEO means is like less about being like the guy who, who like architects like a business or whatever, like a business plan, but more like someone who, I don't know would be the right word, not like a motivator or anything, but more like someone who focuses on people rather than the highly specifics of a business. Awesome. Dan Avera, I truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time uh, tremendously even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. A lot of people, again, if you, especially if you're a marketer, your instincts to go into marketing, but a lot of the, what you really need to do is find some type of unfair advantage or something and usually that's going to come from the culmination of all your experiences and all your failures and successes and people you've met and stuff and so if you can uh, basically go back and look at everything you've ever done and see what's always worked for you and then doing more of that i guess it's a short so but yeah other than that in terms of where to find me you can always find me like on twitter at dan rosaria and if you want to hire my email marketing agency, go to supplydropmedia.com. Awesome. 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 And, and to make that even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes that everybody can follow up with you. I, I love that last point. I think so many times when we're looking for solutions to problems, trying to figure out like what to do or where to pivot or what to change. So many times we look outward for those answers. Uh, I love that last nugget. And even a hack at, at that is like the answer is often within and to look at the things that you do sometimes come naturally 
actually come easily that we don't give ourselves credit for. Those are usually the strengths that from an agency standpoint or really from any business owner owner standpoint or CEO standpoint, you want to lean into that because that's usually that's your competitive advantage and your secret sauce, as I like to say. So truly appreciate that. Of course, appreciate your time again, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our IMCEO Facebook group. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.